in a truck with the baby cuts, that she fuck, no, time to jump, got that city shot, mama luck, bitches kissy cussing in and up, in the back, got to bring her back to some rap shit, who's he vertebrae up, like vertebrae up. Yes, sir. Let, let that play a little bit. Yes, sir. We're in the building. We back. Another one. Black Prince. We here. J5 here. Josh Pease, aka Josh Wee. Josh Wee. Why? Oh, yeah. We're gonna get to that today <laughs> on the show. I gotta. Oh, I gotta start off with congratulations. Thank you. Huge project oh, just yeah. came out. Yeah. Smino. Yeah. Nah, man. This is when the real work starts. But man, shout to Smee. Um, he put together a great project. A great body of work. Um, that kid got vision, man. Vision and talent. So just a, a, a like crazy amount of positive reception. I listened to it on my way back to California. I'm s- such a fan now. Yeah, no, nah, I'm like I I became a fan. I always tell people I'm a fan of Smino because of his unreleased music. Okay. So um, this when this finally came out, I was like, okay, now y'all see, and this is just a piece of it. This dude got so many records, like he gonna flood. So, man, shout out to Smee, shout out to his album. Um. It's dope. I listened to it. I was listening to it on the way here too, man. Like I'm just, I'm just proud of it. It's, yeah. it's a very, um, it's a very black album. Right. It is. And very it's not. So. And it's not a. It's an accessible black album. And it's a black album in the sense that's like it's giving people a view into just who Black America is currently. Right. I really. I mean. I really compare it to a seat at the table. Honestly, like for me. And um, I don't know. I think it's gonna have that lasting impact. So I'm excited for people to you know digest it and hear it in different ways. It's out now. I mean, cr- critical acclaim is through the roof for this. People been waiting for this for a really long time. Love for rent. There has been so much, so much talked about, anticipated. I've been talking to you about this for a minute. You've been like, "Oh, yeah. it's coming, it's coming." Yeah. I don't know when, but it's about to drop, and it, and it finally dropped. Congratulations to you. Congratulations to Smino. You know, everybody at Zero Fatigue. Everybody over there. Yeah. A lot of hard work put into that album. Yeah, man. Shout out to the producers too, man. Monty, Felix, Groove. Uh, Cal Banks, uh, Childish Majors, man. Them, yeah. They, Smino. Yeah, yeah. Smino's, man, like, shout out to them. They really put it together, man. Um, you know, the youth. That's what they call themselves. The youth. Yep. I, um, this is going to be a celebratory episode. So Victory I had to start laps. with, I had to start with celebrations for all. We're going to be talking about some really cool stuff. Before we get to that, last week's uh, AMP radio episode, hilarious episode, yeah. <laughs> by the way. Blacklist. <laughs> Blacklist was hilarious. Halloween theme song. We're recording this late, but we're recording this on Halloween. I got to turn the lights off so the kids don't come through. We're not ready for that yet. Not not mm-hmm. at my new place. We're not kids ready for that. Kids even do that anymore? I feel like they just go to stores and get candy. I don't be going no, to houses. No, they, they definitely, because the kids don't get money. What houses? I mean, I feel like they go to stores and like get candy from a store. Oh, like yeah. Going, like a business. Rather I mean, than going to a home. I'm I, not accepting no candy from a, a home. Like, this, <laughs> like with all the internet, as a kid this day and age, like even as like a like you know six year olds be having iPads, they know they oh, like. Me. I'm not just about to get candy from anywhere. Absolutely yeah. no. I mean, has the stigma of Halloween kind of died off with the pandemic, with just like people being a lot crazier than they were when we were kids? I'm not gonna front. On the way here, I seen a girl crossing the street in a big ass princess dress just dragging in the, the dirt <laughs> i'm like damn but yeah she was like probably like you know middle school or something <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean i i, I don't i can like I, I guess like the cutoff has to be earlier right because what was the cutoff back in the day for for halloween was it like 11 and you oh, couldn't no. do it no more oh i was still rocking man i've been rocking with halloween's <laughs> josh you was I... a tall kid though they, they cut they cut that off for you very quick huh? yeah but i was just like I was there. <laughs> I'm still a kid. I think I'm in high school. <laughs> and my, my, uh, MC, of course, 
I, I meant to I meant to mention MC is here with us as well. But MC, what? When did you stop trick or treating? Had to be like what? Probably oh, probably oh five. It's probably I think the last time was probably like oh six. So probably we ended up like what fifteen? Probably yeah, like fifteen. Yeah, I was no, probably like was getting free candy until you was fifteen. I was probably like yeah, about the same age. I, ain't gonna I was walking around fucking yeah. getting candy. Yeah, this shit is easy. Just dress up. Don't 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 be the nigga out there in a the black tee and things like oh trick or treat with a little yeah, screen mask have a on. Like the screen mask is because we used to do it on some like funny shit too, like going to get free candy and just fucking around. Like we just, <laughs> just walk around the neighborhood fucking around. And, like, we had costumes too. We like exactly. So yeah, that's what it was. Well, okay, well, I, I, I'm gonna I, get some candy. Okay, best costume. I, I think I might have only had like two costumes my whole life, and I kept rewearing them. Oh man, I, I, I it. When I was younger, I remember being having a firefighter costume, and that <laughs> shit used to have like a water hose, a spray water. That's when I was like six, seven. Like I remember that one vividly. That was a good I can, one. I can imagine six year old draw saying, "What kind of man holds a hose?" Oh man, I was spraying <laughs> the fucking everybody down with that shit. Um, I think I was Batman for a good portion of my life. Yeah. I was a Power Ranger, and then I just started not dressing up and going out and getting candy. Like, I just wouldn't dress up. No yeah, more. I always had some type of fit. I remember one time in high school, I went to school as, like, an 80s drug dealer. I had, like, a whole flat top. <laughs> I had a flat top what? in, like, ninth grade just on some random shit. Niggas in from L.A. who know me know that. Like, they was like what, what were they teaching you? What, in school? Yeah, what were they? Well, no, what were you learning to be, like, I have to be New Jack City? Oh, year. nigga, I was just, I was always into that type of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, Mark, what what costumes did you have? I feel like you was like, a, I'm going to just wear a screen mask and walk outside type of nigga. I was for sure screen mask guy. For a couple of years in my youth, I was Dracula a lot. Dracula <laughs> got ran. Always had to have the teeth. Did you, did um, you have the blood coming down your... your uh, yeah, yeah, I had that one, and then I had the screen mask, but I didn't have the fancy screen mask. You know, niggas had the screen mask that you, you pump press blood. The pump, you didn't yeah. have that one. <laughs> I had that one for sure. I for sure had that one. They had here. the Jason one that had the blood in it, like that mm-hmm. would go around the mask. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have the fancy joints, yo. I had had to have the regular, regular. But those were my two really. So, uh, scream, Dracula. I'm trying to think what else. I didn't really get nice. I didn't really get too nice with my outfits and uh, with my costumes on Halloween. What costume would you wear now? What horn man costume would you wear now? Oh man, yo, I missed out. It was it's not even a horn man costume, but I've literally been planning this costume for two, three years, and I have not done it yet. I want to be Nas and Belly. Oh I yeah, I saw you post the that. glow in the dark contacts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to walk through you the want club. Oil? <laughs> <laughs> I, need hear, I need to hear soul. I need to hear soul to soul. Oil with a, a black light. <laughs> Back to life. <laughs> No, I saw you post that. I need it. Yeah, no, that's a good I need, one. I need, I need, I need to do it, and I haven't, I haven't been able to find like. Well, I've been lazily looking for it. Oh, yeah, I guess lazily is the word, right? Yeah, I haven't been able to find the glow in the dark contacts. I'm just like, all right, fuck it, I'm not gonna do it. That so would my be, pivot. That would be really. That would hurt your eyes for sure, especially if they're I'm not saying con- like if they're not like prescription. That would hurt your eyes. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna hurt, yeah, and I don't want to buy them from any regular, regular ass spot. <laughs> do it, man. CVS. I want to. I want to do it, but I gotta get. I guess I gotta go to Lens Crafter and get the fucking yeah. glow in the dark. They're gonna look at me like I'm crazy. No, bro. they be actually selling them around yeah, Halloween. The uh, the eyeglass places they be selling the like the Halloween. Oh, for real? They be having all different type of joints. I saw a jack o' lantern one where it was jack o' lanterns and yeah, yeah, I've seen all different type of shit. They they wild with it. Oh, so it's probably not too OD. Okay, because my pivot was gonna be Soldier Boy. I was just gonna do 06 Soldier <laughs> and uh, get the rubber band chain with the glasses. With the glasses. A four XT, yeah. I'm just that. gonna, I'm just gonna do it all. That's that's my that's my pivot. But I, thought, I really want to be Nas and Belly. So 2023, I'll try. It. I thought you was gonna say um uh, Rose. 
the little the gadget. Oh I seen god, <laughs> I see a nigga as a rose. Mark is not beat. Mark not beating the horn man allegation. <laughs> not beating. But why? I, I just don't get. I just don't get why not. Why would I dress up as a rose? I saw the rose costume. I'm like, why? Why are we doing this? <laughs> That's a funny one. <laughs> That's up there with like when niggas was like the Casamigo bottle. Not Casamigo, <laughs> the, uh, the Casa Azul. Yeah, yeah, the Casa Azul shit. Yeah. Did you see Wiz was an in and out employee? I said, yeah. That's yeah. a simple one. I man. said, you didn't even try this year, bro. Yeah, you just put on a white dicky suit. <laughs> Went to guy in and out and said, can you give me one of those hats, please? They give you that. This sun game not fucking I was I've done that on just regular days. <laughs> I've been an in and out employee. I've seen I feel like that's the theme of this year's costumes though. Like people kept it pretty standard this year. Nobody really went too all out for their costume unless you're hiring the professional photographer and the photo editor I feel and getting like, nice. Yeah. I feel like even Quavo kept it simple this year. Quavo is usually he was like the king. That was he, a good one. He was uh, ghostwriter. 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 Yeah, Hellraiser. Oh. I, don't know, I don't know why I thought yeah. But I think that like I think he's had better ones in the past. Yeah. I think he's had better. I think Diddy I mean You've seen the video a hundred yeah. fucking times in your timeline in the past 48 hours. As- he, he, I'm surprised he didn't put his fucking songs in the background of this video. <laughs> like, All this digital marketing going on. Gotta move on. It's in the background of Joker Walk. I feel like Diddy put that makeup on and really thought he was that nigga to a point where he almost got into a fight with one of the power actors in the most strange street interactions I've ever seen. What a power nigga didn't know is Diddy. Oh, he didn't? No, he didn't know it was Diddy at first. So he oh. just thought it was a random nigga. But he like, who is this? <laughs> I know he thinking that the whole time because security was on his outline. Yeah. To, security's about to knock him out. But then when Diddy says, Diddy, it's like, oh. <laughs> Diddy was trying to get tough too, though. Diddy was like, I, he was talking about he had guns out. Then he realized he did, that actually wasn't a gun that could actually shoot bullets. And he was like, let's fight. I'm like, wait, oh what's God. going on here, bro? Yeah. But no, I, I think this is like the first year Halloween's kind of back. Like last it? year, it was like, if it was one foot in, this year. Maybe kinda... I dress up. We're recording right now. I got a great outfit. Yeah. I just haven't done it yet. Larry I, David. I've I, seen Tony Hawk did it this Tony year. Tony Hawk did it already. I, I, I know, did, did I was, it already. No, I, I did it first. I was, <laughs> I was gonna bring that up that Tony Hawk did that today yeah, on the show. I saw that, and but he but he had the makeup artist. I feel like it's not fair for celebrities to have makeup artists and do the shit. I mean, not everybody. Photo editors, yeah. A, if, when this time is when I want to do that, I'm gonna do that. But I, I can't. My thing is all the makeup shit. I can't do that. Yeah, like, I, I just on my skin. Like I wouldn't feel comfortable. <laughs> like I've seen people have. Like I saw. Um, T-Rail from yeah. No Jumper Podcast. I hate to have to call him from that. T-Rail from Tiger's homie. <laughs> he, he did uh, The Simpsons with his family. Yeah. They all had yellow paint on their body. I'm like, damn. That's, that's going to be hard to get out. all about to break out. Yeah, that's going to be hard to get off. Fuck to get out. Y'all all about to break out after y'all get it off. And not only that, your tub is about to be crazy looking when you, yeah. when you wash that shit mm. off. Uh, your skin not only about to break out. That's yeah. chemicals in your skin for more than three hours. It's going to be crazy. Bruh. You're gonna be itching, brother. He's gonna, he gonna, he gonna need real nigga beauty. <laughs> R and B coming coming through. But we had the blacklist on amp. Super fun episode. Reveal something that a story that I had been very insecure to tell tell you guys about because I don't know why. I feel like it would have exposed the seedy underbelly of Virginia, of Norfolk, Virginia, and the surrounding cities. Only A plus had my back in the chat that night. <laughs> if you want to hear the, the the legend of the dingling man. Oh man. Amp. Jeez, it's gonna check it out on Amp. It's gonna be right after. <laughs> it's gonna be right after this episode. It's gonna be right after the um <laughs> the public service announcement. <laughs> I'm not gonna get canceled for talking about Dingley, man. Because I mean, just... no one ever got cut. The only the only questionable thing was when people would come in panting and late for late for school. People would be like, "That's not gonna be like a parental advisor. It's gonna be like a pause or advisor." 
<laughs> the, the conversation you're about to hear is very pause-worthy. <laughs> Instead of saying pause after every word. <laughs> We're just going to tell you. Please, this whole thing is a pause. Before the segment uh, happens, yeah. I'm shocked we didn't do that. We, I'm shocked we haven't done that already with Josh Squeeze. I know. Uh, two episodes ago. Yeah. Josh Wee today. <laughs> Josh Wee today. Before we get to all of our like out-of-town escapades and stuff like that, I, I feel like the actual theme of this is kind of just like, uh, a lot of a lot of things manifesting for for Josh and myself mm. in the past week. But before we get to that, something else has manifested that I feel like we got to talk about, and that is Twitter and the changes to Twitter and yeah. what this what this is going to look like in the next I don't know two weeks. So what's the, what's two the, weeks. What's the, what's the, go down the changes so people can know, and I'm gonna give you my. I, I've been thinking about this. I've had some 24 hours to think about. This. Oh my god. Okay. So late last week, or actually early, yeah, late last week. It was uh, the the deal close with Elon Musk and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Elon. He made <laughs> all right. Oh, <laughs> gang. Does, yeah, yeah. Does he Squad. think you're, does gang? he think you're in his game? Elon gang. would Elon would for sure call you a nigga. Gang? Let's just be clear. Nah, he gang. Nah. <laughs> but continue, bro. <laughs> he gang. I forgot. I forgot. There's different ties. I forgot. I forgot. There's different ties between Josh and Elon. I know. He he just drove up in one. Yeah, you ain't. You, but you ain't <laughs> yeah, see the exactly. picture of Elon in a whack 100. He gang. That's not gang. All right. He gang. He 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 closes the deal on Twitter. I'm not falling into the to the Josh troll ever. Don't do it. I yet. think that's one thing that people like will always fall into. I don't know if there's more people <laughs> that fall for this shit. I don't know, man. <laughs> but I'm not falling for this shit today. Elon's gang. <laughs> Continue, Elon, please. Elon, <laughs> he closes the deal on Twitter. He fires people immediately. Niggas uh, is quitting. <laughs> they're, they're quitting. He's firing people. He's letting people go. We're not really sure the, the machinations of what's going on. So we've seen him in pictures in the, in the office. He actually puts out, which is really funny, a letter to a lot of the advertisers who some advertisers like GM have pulled out of their, their Twitter advertising and, and brand advertising deals and stuff like that. Uh, Elon says, "Hey, well, you know, we're going to be watching after free speech. You know, I'm, basically, he was just like, I'm not a monster, y'all. Like, I'm yeah, <laughs> like, we're literally going to. That's be- the thing. It's like he gang. He's not a monster. Like, <laughs> come on, nigga, man. Like, I really don't get the, the the Elon hate. I get it. I think you that, you should get the Elon. Hate. I mean, but well, that's another. Episode. You've seen it. Continue. You've seen it. This is almost as, this is almost as you know the real episode is coming. The real episode I like is coming at the end of the year. Man. I like contrast, man. I just- <laughs> You I don't, don't you just like to laugh at I people. I like contra. I don't mind the friction of life. Like I think that's what it is. You just I'm said like, in the chat yesterday you didn't like the friction of life. You see you said you didn't like different opinions. And we're not talking no, about that. I said, other no, I said no 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 no. I'm I, I said I like difference of opinions. I am pretty sure I said that. And I if, I didn't, that. I say, if I didn't, I didn't say, say that. that. I'm pretty sure I did. We did it. Anyway. Are we going to do this again? No, we're not. We're going <laughs> to. All right. Anyway. Josh, Josh has definitely said hashtag both sides on a lot of yeah, different things I like the fr- yeah. we've talked about on the I, But like the thing the is, is Josh, Josh says both sides, but then the, the thing about Josh. That, stays on his side. It, but, but, no, it's not even Josh stays on his side. Josh will stay on the side that is, is correct more often than not. <laughs> he will stay on the side that is correct, and people will still yeah. get mad at him. And I'm just like, I'm not falling for this shit. Because at the end of the day, you don't believe in this shit. Yeah, man. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, so he fires people. Uh, he he basically. There's been just so much stuff literally every day, right? MC, where it's like yeah. we just hear something new coming it's out of the this. part that niggas care about. Well, there's a lot of parts that niggas care about. Nah, let's niggas just, care about that verified check mark. So he, 
so Sunday he he basically a news report came on. This wasn't even said by him. This was a this was a leaked email. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot of people are not spilling the beans inside of Twitter because yeah. they're not happy. Snitches. Mm. Damn, nigga. Memo's getting leaked. Snitches. Yeah. I mean that's snitches. what it is. Whistleblowers. Snitches. My bad. That's what they call them in corporate oh, America. Oh my god. Anyway. So basically, and I think a lot of the, some of the actual explanation of this was actually skewed because I don't think they're taking away verified checks from people who have them already. I think that when you sign up for Twitter Blue, that's when you'll get one automatically. Uh, I think it would be someone, I think I read somewhere that it would kind of be unfeasible for them to take away all of the the verified accounts that are already out there because it's just, how could they, yeah, exactly. How could they find them? Like they can't drop a subscription on you if you're not on Twitter Blue. I wonder how much a verified account is worth. Nothing. Oh, because you can't change the name. Never mind. No, you can't change the name at all. So, like, the the key is going to be Twitter Blue is going to go from four ninety nine, and Twitter Blue is MC. Can you? Are you aware of what Twitter Blue is? Yeah, what, Do you remember yeah. what it is? Because I, I don't even know all. Trayvon Edwards, shout out to Trayvon. He said he pays for Twitter Blue. I was like, what do you pay for? <laughs> is it like a subscription? The main thing. I don't know. The main. I think it's a subscription. It's definitely a monthly subscription. I know the main thing that people love is is less ads. It's less ads. But let's take a look at Twitter Blue. Mm. Let's see. What's uh, where is it available for purchase? Where do I sign up? How much does it cost? Are refunds available? Uh, I'm trying to take a look at what you actually do get with Twitter Blue. Uh, it says where do I sign up? It's $4.99 a month apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are refunds available? I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of people asking for refunds. Uh, it is not ad free. They say currently ads continue to fund our ability to innovate as we grow this new part of our business. Twitter Blue does include an ad free articles feature, which offers subscribers a fast loading ad free reading experience on the websites of publishers participating in Twitter Blue. That's why. Um, that's pretty trash. Uh, can I get a free trial? No. Need more help with Twitter Blue? So what do you get with Twitter Blue? How about we type that in Google? What yeah, do what you do you get? get? Yeah. What, what was that? With Twitter Blue. Uh, they already said that. How to set up Twitter Blue? What to know about subscription? Is it worth three dollars a month? Is it three dollars? Let's let's take a look at Engadget. Engadget pretty much keeps it real here. Let's yeah, come on. Twitter Blue is a three dollar monthly subscription that buys subscribers access to additional features like an undo button and ad free news articles. Oh fucking brother! According to Twitter's Sarah. This group includes verified longtime Twitter users as well as news lovers and other super tweeters. In other words, the 25% of Twitter's user base who send 97% of all tweets. So you get an undo mm, button. That's the thing right there. The, hold on, hold that's on. That's the is. thing right there. There are only 25% of the people that use Twitter that they would even consider super tweeters. So mm-hmm. my thing with the outrage of the pay for it is that a lot of you niggas are not going to be buying it anyway because you don't even tweet enough to even use it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I can't... I, you're not a super tweeter. I'm not really a tweeter anymore. I don't really tweet that much anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. Mark, you never really tweeted that much in the first place. Like, a lot. Like, right? The main thing you see me tweet is during sports games. That's really it. During heat games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Uh-huh. he's $20 for a verified check. I think this is going to be very eye-opening for a lot of people that really kind of bank their whole life on whether they were verified or not. Right? Like, the people who will be like, well... You know why the fuck do you have a verified check, but then really want one themselves? Yeah. It's it's gonna open the door to me to a lot of grifters and people who like spread misinformation, which is gonna be kind of a problem. And it's gonna kind of, but it's also gonna lower the actual worth of the Twitter check, even I mean, as if it wasn't low already. Yeah, I'm like it's so easy to get. I don't even know what the purpose of it is. When did you get I yours? See, hell if I know. Shit. I got mine, and I don't even know how they found me. But I got mine like the week I started working at the hundreds in twenty sixteen. I don't even be knowing how many followers yeah. I have. <laughs> I don't be, either. People be knowing off the top of their head. I'm like, I have to look every time someone asks me. Like yeah. I don't know how many followers I have. I will ask this though. If 
the opposite of it actually does happen. And Elon says, hey, everybody's got to check, pay $20 a month. And you say, fuck off. What would you actually miss as a verified user? Do you get good things yeah. that come with your verified account? Yeah. Well, here, well first, we'll finish. Go, go you do. I think the biggest thing I use my verified check for is verified only mentions or I can have very narrow things of what I see. Yeah. A lot of accounts, if you block them when you're, um, <clears throat> when you're verified, you'll never see them again. Like, I think when public, you'll still see people pop up sometimes. But when you're verified, mm. I'm very, like, sometimes when I have verified mentions on, all of the people who, like, attack me for wrestling tweets, like, you see, I, like, I'm not even engaging because I don't see it. Mm. Like, that I don't sense. see a lot of that type of stuff. Yeah, I, don't, I never do the yeah. verified only. I'm like, I need to see all y'all shit. No. <laughs> We're ever talking shit. So I never be on that verified only shit. I hate when I click on that only accident. Like, Why did I click on that? <laughs> Um, but that'll be the main thing that you miss uh, outside of anything else that they do give you. you. Do they even give you anything else outside of that? No, nah, I ain't got mm-hmm. no shit. Nothing. You, the verified account follows you. That's it. And that, and the, just, notori- just, just notoriety and vibes. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is like, what is it? What does it really got me? I can't really think of in the last, like, if someone follows me on Twitter and say, oh, you're verified, you, what do you do? I was about to say, I, that's only happened to me one time. A girl was <laughs> like, are you verified on Twitter? Oh my god! I'm like, yeah, I guess uh, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think that was <laughs> Wait, one time. I was just like, and when she, I was just like, so Emma? yeah, yeah like, like I, I will say, but obviously, I was what like five, six, seven years younger than I am right now. When I got it, it was pretty fucking cool. I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought I was the shit. Nah, I, I never cared for it. I, I, I don't even know how I got it or when I got it, but. The one thing I did want to make a point of is to your your question, your hypothetical question, if if you had to, if he just made everyone pay for it, if you have it currently and you don't pay for it, you're broke. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I, I thought about this for 24 hours. I literally thought about this. I'm like, yo, if you got it right now, you don't pay for it. It's just some broke it's, boy it's shit. It's kind of a trick, right? It's kind of, like obviously, like obviously, that's how they get you. I'm telling obviously, you, bro, we'll see jokes. if it's like how they handle this for people who already have it and have had it for like a couple years or whatever. Because it's like you're right. Like if you automatically at one day it disappears and goes away, it's like to a lot of people that won't look like a, a declaration of like <laughs> protest. It'll look like fuck. Niggas flexing everything else to give you the flex a Twitter <laughs> check mark. If you really bought it, twenties niggas crazy. buy NFTs. If niggas is buying NFTs, you should buy your, your Twitter verification. And, and that was what I was going to say earlier. That's the episode that Josh and I are ready for. Yeah. Is the end of the year. Where What are you NFTs? doing with your board, Monkey Ape, NFT, Rick Ross tweet? Man. Oh, <laughs> we, can man. Have that. we can talk about that. That's man, NFTs are definitely going to be on my motherfucking list. So. Again? Oh, they're going to. The fall of NFTs. It might yes. be like a question mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> NFTs question <laughs> Is that's good enough for me? Hey, man. I'm that's not gonna. I, I ain't like. I ain't gonna cap it down. I still think the NFTs are viable in, in a sense. Did you? Do you I think, think the idea of NFTs are very viable? But so. but can you tell? Can you sit right here and say that you don't believe that the grifters and stuff that got to it are the ones that kind of ruined it? Uh, yeah, I think you got. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the episode. That's what I'm saying. We'll talk about that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It got ruined. It went up. There's still people trying to say it's gonna go back up. It's it, not going it, it go might back still. Up. I don't know if these little digital shits. That's why I'm like, hey, digital you shits. You might have got me on like a couple hundred. <laughs> you might have got me a couple hundred digital shits. <laughs> Mind you, the Josh. PFPs. My- Honestly, no. And I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep it real. I still believe in NFTs. I still absolutely believe in the theory of NFTs. And I still think I believe in the NFTs that I own currently. Mm-hmm. Like I think there's something in just having digital art. I think that's gonna be that something. you can't get to. By the way. 
I mean, yeah. Well, we're gonna that's, that, we're gonna talk about that in the end of the episode too. It's gonna be a question mark. I tell you, it's a lot of questions that need to be answered. Anyway, that's the main one. But I mean, you you have these you have this verified thing, and you know I I think this is like the main thing, the main change that, that he's gonna do. It, there's a lot of arguments on both sides. I do agree that it's gonna drop the kind of the the barrier of entry, but it's also gonna create classism online, which is like the worst thing that you really want to do. It's already have and have nots. You already yeah. feel as though people who are verified are somehow more important. You know how many times people have either said, well what do you do that makes you worthy of this or et cetera, et cetera. I'm just like, uh I don't oh, know yeah. like they live without a time. Oh my they be killing me. I got some tweets that I've muted. Like I think I um Damn, I caused something gentrification. They yeah. were so mad at me. And they said, what the fuck do you do to have yeah. that check? And it's like, this isn't, I don't want, and that's the reason why I wouldn't take the check back. Because it's just like, I would love to be untethered from that argument when someone argues with me. And to argue with me on my own merits of like, I've done this. Because it's like, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be like, well, I've done this. I, you can Google me. I'm a I'm a legitimate published writer. I've worked on, mm. you know, crazy marketing campaigns. I worked it. I don't. You know, the verified check was kind of a a a, and it, and it obviously got ruined from years and years of misinformation from other verified checks who who put misinformation out there on Twitter or bully or be racist yeah. and shit like that. But it used to mm. be a symbol of this is someone who, when they say something, they have something to back it up. They have done something within the culture, within their culture, to back it up. Because when you apply for one, they say, "What are you into? What what do you do that makes you relevant?" You put culture, media, sports, whatever, whatever, whatever. Now it could be just be anything, and I think that's the scary part. Because like it'll be niggas who hate Drake all day with a verified check, thinking that their words really mean something. Or yeah. it'll be the niggas who what, what's something that we that we rallied against social media wise on here it'll be them niggas the the eating ass argument niggas (laughs) (laughs) with a verified check it's gonna be it's gonna be obama (laughs) it's gonna be cnn and it's gonna be dj zd right next to each other it's already josh p so it's like like what's this shit i'll be like what does this shit even mean like i don't know the verified check to me feels just like a um verified on instagram means more it, I that's mean, it's the, harder to get that's hard to get yeah, Verified I, on instagram is hard to get yeah, i'll I, trade i'll trade, I'll trade that <laughs> can i trade one i don't know what's the dip? what is it add? what is it add? instagram allows you to actually make money off that shit you start getting oh yeah you start yeah. getting ad you start getting yeah, ad people I, I know people who do get paid Badges off that shit like. yeah i don't know like yeah you I can't know, you can't the reels and like making reels exactly yeah, that's a and, whole and you start you start getting invited to pilot programs so when the people who get paid off reels right now it's verified accounts it's influencers i would hmm. love that not just for money in my pocket so i can see what how we can improve this show how could we, we could improve our social our so or you know our social standing and stuff like that like you work in social so yeah you you should you should absolutely i should yeah. have a verified check on instagram i barely like post anything on it but it's like i i still i'm still on it all the time seeing the trends and stuff like that like hmm. that's important or, or verified checked on on tiktok who knows what they get i didn't even know they did the verify on yeah TikTok. damn yeah they, they they got blue checks on there i too. think you could stream on tick i think you could stream on tiktok now like people are playing games on tiktok you i can. was completely stunned by yeah that. you could live stream we've, we've live streamed a quarter concert at amazon i am more i will say i am more impressed with the offerings that TikTok has. I know people are really upset at Instagram. I'm not really mad at what Instagram's doing. I still think Instagram is like viable I don't with like some changes. Yeah, I mean Instagram is Instagram. Everybody's like, I don't like the algorithm. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Whatever. You're still on it. Yeah. You're still on it. But ain't sure we, we can do about that. But the key here is, right, guys, how the fuck is Twitter gonna make money? And I think that a a place that Elon Musk is trying to do. Of, of course, today he basically dissolved the whole board. He's the sole owner of Twitter, which mm-hmm. is what we thought he was going to do. Mm. 
you cannot have a place that has hate speech, racism, niggas doing all types of crazy shit, porn. It's gonna turn into some wild shit. Has, has it and, changed? It, but it's been like that. That's what it's Twitter been like, been. and that's yeah, why it hasn't made wild. money, yeah, and yeah. that's why it hasn't made money because oh, okay. Twitter is like the. I mean, we've known this for years. Users have declined. People are tweeting less. People have moved on to other things. They're not really doing a lot uh, on Twitter. And also, yeah. it is a platform that if I told you tomorrow you're a new person who's never had a Twitter, go get a Twitter tomorrow. You'll have one. You'll have zero followers for forever. Hmm. No one will follow you. Good minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no one is yeah. gonna follow you. Like yeah, you would have. You had to get on early. We. I got on '09. You got on whenever you got on. Yeah. And you had people that already had a. You, you had a community. Twitter is so isolated that it's hard to make money off of that because it's just been the same thing forever. That's interesting. I don't see how. And, and again, like working in a media, working in a company, working in a, a game studio, you know, we it is something it, we have to figure out new ways to engage on Twitter all the time hmm. because it, it they, people are, are bored. Yeah, they, no, that's a good, that's, yeah, yeah I, I've been thinking about Twitter a lot. Like, it's an interesting platform. I think there's still something there because that's where everybody gets their news from. I mm-hmm. feel like. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you hone in on that, I think there's some way to, I mean, I don't know how, how valuable news is. To but. Musk, I don't think, I don't think very valuable. Hmm. To Elon Musk, I don't think news is very valuable because here he is, he's going to allow Breitbart and CNN to stay on the same standing. That's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem because it's very, one is skewed one way. Obviously, CNN has its, has its uh, any day, CNN it could change. Fox. Any, yeah, any, yeah, any day, they, their, their views could change. You know what I'm saying? Depending yeah. on what's going on. But I think in terms of making money, if you are a GM, if you are a state farm insurance, if you're something like that, are you hitching yeah. your wagon to, to put money behind Twitter? I just don't think so. And especially with all the enemies that Elon Musk, I mean, I just said GM, they said, fuck that. GM pumped in a lot of money in the Twitter. Yeah, and for them, to take, yeah. for them to take that away is not a good, it's not a good idea. But then, Josh, you also have other countries and how they handle free speech. Yeah. And that's going to be a major problem. You have China who will kill you over some shit. I mean, but they don't have Twitter. Twitter in China. Well, I mean, just, just an example of like places that have social media that are, is restricted mm. over there. Like Ch- China has their own Twitter equivalent. Yeah. The other places are, are strict. And that's something that where Twitter and the EU, they have to follow different guidelines. Hmm. So how, do, how, how is he going to handle that? I don't know. But in terms of Twitter making money, that's a, that might be a fruitless endeavor. I don't I know mean, if that's going to happen. Charges niggas for the check mark. How many? But Every tw- dollar counts. But that number, that number... Remember that number, right, Mark? What was it, 25%? Mm-hmm. Let's say you yep. got that 25% of super tweeters. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't like Elon Musk. They say, fuck Elon Musk. That might be 10% of your base right there. You're at 15%. Paying $20, is it a month or a year? Is it month. It's a month, 20 a month? You're, you're looking at maybe... And that's not cheap. That's not, that's, but then again, that's not it, enough. Could, it could be beneficial depending on your brand, depending on it's what you're enough. doing on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? No, that's not what I'm saying. That's why I can see some people paying for it. But do you? Th- I don't know if the juice will be worth the squeeze when it'll be like Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm not gonna. I can't even compare it to Netflix. There's not. This has been nothing like we've ever seen before. So that's why I'm interested. I just don't know if there's gonna be 25 percent of those people that are gonna pay for that check if they don't already have it. From what I hear, that Net- if you I- have it already, they won't take it away. We'll Netflix is about to start charging niggas for sharing passwords. You seen that? <sighs> That's funny. Netflix is, but the thing is, Netflix actually Come get it in blood, that. And, that, and that's why I say, that's why I say um, that the Twitter verified check thing could happen because last quarter Netflix posted their biggest uh, earnings hmm. in like two, three years, and that is because they put ads on the platform. They started doing some of that. They locked out on that password, yeah. multiple account shit. Mm-hmm. So what they're doing is working, yeah. and and they're, and they're making money. So who who knows? Who knows? 
I will, I will say this. This is a much better conversation than the other conversations that has come from it of, hey, let's migrate. Let's go to the next app. I'm like, uh, it's going to take a good minute to back me out of Twitter, guys. Have it's you heard going to take a good minute. Have you heard of Blue Sky? No, what the, the fuck is the that? The thing the that Jack, that? the original uh, creator of Twitter, is making something called Blue Sky. Hmm. And I, I, I signed up joint? for it. I signed up for it to see what, what it's going to be about. But so a lot of people are like, that might be the new, that might be the new wave. So we'll see. Uh. We'll see what happens. But... Uh, we had we had two we had two like kind of alternating weeks here. So Josh goes to Paris right after we recorded last <laughs> the yeah. last episode. What was that experience like, Paris? That shit was dope, man. Um, shout out to uh, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Uh, okay, Llama, man, big stepper. That's a great fucking tour. What a great I've what a great it. show. I, I caught a couple of I caught, I caught some of it live and I caught clips of it. Yeah, I've seen it a few times now live. Um, seeing it live in Paris was crazy. Yeah. But then also just watch. I was watching it during the show. Yeah. And just seeing just the clips, and it's still available on Prime Video if you want to check it out. But it was just a great show, man. He put on a great show. Uh, his his performance, I think his movements. It's like no one in rap is moving like that. So yeah. I really appreciated that from him. Um, man, other than that, the city was great, man. What uh, did you do? Uh, I didn't do any shit but walk around and eat <laughs> and fucking walk and shop. Like literally, I walk, shop, eat. That's all I did out there. Well, one thing I did see. I got on the subway. That shit was fun. I always love taking the subway in Paris. That shit runs on time. What's the mask shit like out there? Niggas ain't wearing masks. Yeah. I was all on the subway bumping the motherfuckers. But crazy. it was like, um, but it's, it's kind of like, it's, it's not, is it that bad over there? I don't think so. Everybody seen, I ain't seen nobody coughing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that's going to, that'll tell you. <laughs> that'll no, tell you what's, what, what's happening. It was cool. I, I had some good food out there. I went to some this African spot. Um, damn, I went to a few spots. It's, it's Italian spot out there, yeah. randomly. Oh, I tried a burger spot out there. That's really legit. I would never expect Paris to have good burgers. Yeah, Paris is known for burgers. Really? Yeah, yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I, I thought it was. Why did I think it was pasta? That's Italy. Yeah, there's a few uh, spots. Yeah, that Italy's, a, Italy's pasta and pizza. There's yeah. a few spots in Paris that got a good burger. Yeah. What was it called? Uh, I didn't even want to give it away, but since you asked, it's called uh, Dumbo. <laughs> what? How many niggas? They got this two is, locations this out is the, there. This Check is it the, out. You're, you're talking to some people that's not going to pay the 20. <laughs> so they might not even go to Dumbo. Hey, well, it's Dumbo. <laughs> it's, they got two locations, one in Pagal. It's there really you go. good. They sell out sometimes to get there early. Well, another thing that happened uh, last episode, I think it was B-Side. You said, I got these boots that I'm going to wear. Oh, yeah. In Paris. Yeah, I got. I, I tried to buy it. So, you know me, I'm jigging forever. Uh, so I it's some fuck it. I bought them already. So there's some Lil Wave boots. I actually seen Drake in them. So it's fuck it. So that's one guy. Yeah, that I Drake saw and Reese Lafleur. That's another guy I saw in them. So it's out there, man. People got them. Why did Reese get the uh? uh Reese is. Uh, it's funny. He hit me up earlier today with some funny shit. Reese is my nigga, but he's annoying. <laughs> Love him though, man. Shout out to Reese. We'll never forget the first episode we did of this, and he would not pick up the phone because yeah. he was so mad. At me. Yeah, my list. I'm glad that you guys are on better terms now. Yeah, we always good, man. Slime, <laughs> slap. Shout out, Reese. Is he on the twenty twenty two list? He is not. I, I hope he can be. I hope he'll actually call in though this year. Maybe we we'll get him on. I haven't talked to him in a, in a minute, but uh, so you had these these boots. I, I think before you were even able to wear them, that's when everyone started wearing them. Yeah. So man, um, and this is what I get for being this type of nigga. Exactly. Because so, I, I was gonna say God don't like ugly. Not even though God don't like ugly. So I went. So I knew. I was like, I need, before I buy these boots, I seen them online and I was going to buy them. I was like, hold up, let me try these shits on. Yeah. I got to try these shits on. These look like some Paddington Bear type shit. Yeah, so like. I went and, and the only place that had them available to try on was the Loewe in Paris. Oh. Just happened to be. I'm like, I'm, I hear this. I'm out there in a couple of days. Let's get it. My size, they had them there. 
I damn near should have called ahead told them to hold them. <laughs> um, so I get there, I try them on, they have them. Um, tried on a couple little things. Okay. So. But um, so the dope as fuck. I'm like, oh, this is hard. I'm about to get these shits. Yeah. So I'm in Paris, so it's like a whole little VAT tax. Like you get money back. Love like, that. Yeah, beautiful. Everything's beautiful. So I'm looking. I'm like, let me just look online real quick. <laughs> and I looked online and I found them for cheaper. <laughs> I'm like, hold up. <laughs> Josh Pease doesn't turn on a deal. Anybody who knows me, no, I, I'm I'm dealing no deal. Hey, that's what this is all about. This is uh, yeah, the boss nigga discount is always in effect. So I found them for a cheaper price. I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm gonna order these shits online real quick. So I ordered them online. I'm still waiting for them to get here. Oh my god. I'm like, damn, niggas getting their fits off. Wait, so them. you never even got the boots? No. So I tried them on the, at the spot, and then I just was like, all right, I'm about to get them, and I bought them online. But I bought them online for significantly cheaper, cheaper than the VAT tax. Oh, shit. I was about to say. I had to. I was doing the calculations, and I was doing the calculations in the store, like uh, this, this, this. But I was like, nope, I made it. I and like, that's the funny thing about the VAT tax. Anyone who doesn't know, when you go overseas, they have their tax is pretty much whatever you buy there. If you're American, is tax free. So when you when you bring it back over, the tax you pay, they pay you back for that shit. Yeah. So like a lot of the stuff that you get is cheap. When I went to Barcelona. Mm. I was mad because a lot of the a lot of the designer stores there were, were mostly women. We talked about that, yeah, but yeah. like I was able to kind of vat tax like a pair of uh, what I get some 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 frames and some other shit that I got some jeans that I got yeah. over there. But it's it's beautiful, you know what I mean? Like that is one of the the main reasons I would go to Paris because I know they have men's stores out there. Oh yeah, that I can take lit. advantage of. Yeah, it was. Lit. I went to the sport, this store called um. Damn, why am I blanking on the name? Fuck. Cause you're not trying to tell niggas what it is. I know, but they had everything in there. It was a nice little <laughs> store. They had like a upstairs, like three floors. That woman's stuff, men's stuff. That Marnie. Did you go to Supreme Paris? Nah, hell. No. I mean, I got Supreme in LA. <laughs> I just got the Supreme, Supreme Dicky shit though. Shit hard. You really got that? Yeah, I got the corduroy. Okay. Yeah, I got the pants, brown pants, blue jacket. They they've been they had they've been pretty good this season. Um. Yeah, hey, I've gotten all the Dicky Supreme shit. That's my favorite. So so in 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 total, I mean, the show is a success. You know, what do you take away from that, you know, when, as it's all over? No, nah, I was just, you know what I was chipping off of, man? How far culture and music has taken me. Yeah. Like, I was just a kid in my room just mm-hmm. reading Double XL. Yeah. Listening to yeah. fucking Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, like, I was just a kid, like, and, you know, and this shit's taking me around the world to Paris. That's, that's fire. Like, and it's dope. And I think, you know, shout out to, you know, Amazon, shout out to fucking Tim Henshaw, shout out to fucking PG Lang, shout out to Kendrick. I think uh, that was another thing that was dope about it too, just Kendrick being that, like the artist that I went out there for. Yeah. I just like the way he tells the Los Angeles, California, Compton story, absolutely globally, and um, it was just dope, man. Like I think you know people they don't even know the words, but they know the words. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. How white see. was it? Very, <laughs> but there's some black kids in there. Some black people. Honestly, I was, I was, I Kendrick brought the black people in Paris out because this is my second time being in Paris and I hadn't really seen black folks like that. Right. And this time out there, I saw like the black folks in Paris. Like they, some, some that's fire. Out there. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. fire. Shout out to that. They had, they had, they had good shots of them at the show. Yeah, yeah. Had to find them. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, they had them. They, 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 they had them front and center. The funny, the funny thing was, um, they was out. I don't think he did. I don't think he did Mad City. He did another record. I that think had he's a real careful. I think he's careful about doing Mad City anymore, though. That's what I'm. I think he did do Mad City, and they made sure to show the niggas. They did not show any white people <laughs> moshing and going crazy. Uh, they made sure on the prime feed they showed the niggas. I was like, okay, I can. I can it's funny. I almost was gonna go in there and start moshing, but I was like, let me chill out. Come on, man. <laughs> if I was, yeah, I probably would. Yeah, come was, on. Probably another drink in me. <laughs> how did you? How did you like the Keem set? 
I love Akeem said. I like Keem's music a lot. Okay. I think I'm a I'm a fan of Keem. I think him and I like when he comes out on Kendrick's set, but yeah, his set was good. I like the his visual where he had the the black, the blue face, the chick face, but it was like her face was blue. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like really dope. Another thing too, man. Shout out to the team beyond the visuals. Mike Carson's uh, worked on that stuff. So good. Yeah, that shit looks amazing, man. Like that. That is a very good tour set design. A tour needs good visuals. I think. I think that it's yep. always important. One thing that I do like about some of the some of the like Rolling Loud acts is that they actually will have like an image pack for their stuff, yeah. and it's like. Not a lot of people do that or you know care about the, that. I, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all, y'all gonna laugh. This nigga had one of the greatest Rolling Loud setups. Was AB? AB? Oh yes. yeah, yeah, Antonio Brown. Yeah, he came out of a, like a football run. Yeah, <laughs> shit opened up. I'm telling you, I'm like this nigga got used the NFL money. He's wasted all of his NFL money. Shit was crazy. <laughs> if you got it, I like the uh, I like Thug shit when he he had the spider, the big spiral. I was like, okay, oh, yeah. yeah, that was big time. I, I like that a lot. Baby shit was really good. Our futures for the past couple of ones that I've seen has, have been really good too. Like I, I love a good image design. Like it shows that you like really pay attention to what that. I, and I'm, I'm really just into that in general. I, I yeah. love looking at that. And Kendrick's set really had that for me. Yeah, yeah, man. Speaking of babies too, this is a good segue. Shout out to Amazon, man. You went to that um, after the Thursday night football yeah, thing. Yeah, so Amazon Music Live is a new um, performance program on, after Thursday night football on Prime Video, right. Twitch. And in your app, if you have Amazon Music, plug. Look at that. Let's listen to that. Um, Don't forget to listen to us on Amp, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run it up. So, um, yeah, no. So, Baby, I, you just mentioned Baby. Yeah. And the set design for that show. It was really cool. I'm in fucking impressed. Yeah. Shout out to the team that worked on that. Like, that shit looks crazy. And Baby set was wild. And it was a good room. Like, that was a really good um Good night. I hope everyone checked it out on the video. Shout out Two Chains, who, who definitely has a, yeah, a career hosting. in hosting. Yeah, that was a good. <laughs> it felt good, right? It's good job. Yeah, he did a good job. Yeah. I, I really like that. I, whoever, whoever was thinking ahead on that, that's good because I feel like if there's a career after music, I don't know if Two Chains wants to stop doing music. I think he really has something there. Well, he has the podcast with his son, so he's always I haven't heard that one. And then he had the GQ show. Great. Yeah, the podcast. I've seen clips. I haven't watched. I've the only full seen one, clips, but him yeah. and the, the clips are great. great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. His yeah. son is hilarious, and yeah. I feel like if he's mm-hmm. if he is coaching his son to be the next one, give him a Nickelodeon show. Like I, one thing about like that about that is that there aren't enough kids that look like him that Man, a lot of kids see. I'm glad you, know you know brought mean? that up because like, I was just talking to the homie. You talking about the girl Layla. Yeah, nah, I was just like, gonna say yeah, that, but I didn't want to sound weird because yeah. I like I caught nah. myself watching that shit. And I was I like, I haven't watched it. He has a daughter. He was like, she just got like a. She sent him some merch. Yeah. And he was like, yo, man, like that's that made her day. That's fire because when I went to Walmart the other day, the Lele has her own like section. She has her own like section with pillows and stuff like that. And I was like, bro, that's like hard. look that's how fire. far this little girl has come. That's fire as fuck. And we talk about Halloween. I wouldn't be shocked that she didn't have a Halloween costume too. Yeah, that you know was yeah. That's that probably that's probably a bunch of girls dressing up as her. That'd be fire. Man, it's so funny. This is great tie-ins, man. Six degrees of separation. Because when I think of Lele, I think of the photo of her and little baby. Yeah, and little baby <laughs> <laughs> clutching his gun in his hoodie. And I remember people saying, "What well, now? Why he got that girl next to that hoodlum?" And I'm just like, "Look at him now." <laughs> yeah, man. God damn. Uh, What's the other joint? What's the other joint that um? The black, the black kid, it's like it's really, really popular. I see it on Instagram story damn near every day. The black kids that be rapping, it's a cartoon show. Oh, I never I seen it. It's a kid show. Your your algorithm is way cleaner than mine. Yeah. So I ain't never, I ain't seen, never seen, seen no kids rap. <laughs> <laughs> your algorithm is way cleaner than my algorithm is, bro. Is it? I, I'm gonna figure. I'm gonna figure out that name. I gotta remember what that kid, what that kid show is. Um. So Josh gets back last week. I leave last week to go to Atlanta where I participated in something we call the HBCU Kickback with uh, the company I work for, Riot Games, 
Um, we basically took over Atlanta because we had the big semifinals for League of Legends. If you know, if you know, you know. If you don't, it's like one of the biggest PC games of all time. Yeah, like, it's just huge. I don't even know what it is, but I know the name. It's, I mean, look on Twitch right now. It's probably number one. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it, it's that big. But the most important part to me was I, I got asked to speak on a panel uh, to over. It was streamed even. Yeah, it's crazy. To kids. You know, HBCUs and high schools. We had HBCUs and high schools there. So it was. We had uh, Morgan mm. State, Howard was there. A lot of high schools from around the Atlanta area. People getting bust in. Like it was crazy. We were, we were at the Tabernacle. I was on a fucking set. Yeah. Like literally, <laughs> literally, I'm like, well, what the fuck am I doing here? And I got asked to speak. Uh, well, all of my coworkers, all of my black coworkers, got to speak there. It was it was it was really awesome to not only meet some of them because I've I've been working from home for so long. I've never uh, met a lot of them. Damn. Um, and, and actually speak to them, and they got to know me because I'm the guy behind a lot of the Love that. a lot of the stuff that they do uh, on social and stuff like that. And not only speak on that, but to speak on being a uh, non tech person in a tech industry, and that was a incredible opportunity. It's my first time. I was nervous as shit, and I I really got to I feel like I really got to connect with kids there. Like one thing I was worried about saying, one of the things I say on there, and it's, it's gonna come out in a couple of days. I'll, I'll post it, but um, I said I told the kids to like take it personal. Like they were like, what are some what are what are some advice you have? And I was worried because I people look at take it personal as like a really negative thing, hmm. and I'm like, no, like if it's yeah. your work, if it's something you're really into, if it's something that you're really passionate about, if somebody shuts a door on you, you take that shit personal and you make sure you try and kick that motherfucker down. Like I can't think of how many times I've been told no or I couldn't do something or like even working at Riot like you know a lot of things w- w- came in my path that I was like you know what I'm gonna make it so that when they come back they're gonna beg for me you know what I mean they're, they're gonna want me to work there and I was like I took that shit super personal and I think a lot of kids should know that there's a way that you can turn that in a, into a positive yeah. and it was really dope to see the kids come to me afterwards and say that like there was one kid that was like I didn't take notes on any of that shit but I took notes of your of your speech and, 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 your, and your conversation I was like come on man like th- that shit was like was awesome but before I even get deeper mm. than that I know you guys saw that I was wearing the jeans Oh yeah, I saw. Yeah, and sell them damn jeans. Just put them shits on. Well, here, here's the thing. I couldn't put them shits on. Oh. So I actually had to had to had to talk to some one of my one of my homies. He's not a reseller, but he has a podcast called My First Kicks. And I was on it a couple months ago, and I, we, we were talking, and we became friends off of that. And I was like, bro, I don't know how to sell these jeans. Do you, what, what should I do? He sends me a link to these things called button extenders. Where you uh, can, you can. I've it, heard of that. It's like five little little clips. So you clip yep. one into one into one into one, and it turned the thirty twos into thirty fours. So I was able to like yeah. clip it onto the button and clip it so that you wouldn't even tell. I just had to make sure my shirt was down. Yeah, like your fly yeah, is kind of open. open. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. So I was able to wear them shits. Yes. I wore them shits for maybe four and a half, five hours, almost six hours. I get back to my hotel room. I flung those shits off. I'm like, never a fucking game. <laughs> Every time I had to go, to the, like literally right before I came, I, I went up. I was like, I hope I, I don't have to go pee. I get really nervous and I got to go pee. I don't know if anyone else does this. I had to go pee right before. Oh, man. It takes you at least three minutes to take all of the things off. Oh, man. It's already tight. So I can't actually unbutton myself quickly. Yeah, you got to like... <laughs> Who the fuck made button fly? Do y'all like button fly or zippers? Um, yeah. I can't remember it wearing too many button flies. Period. Uh, button it flies. Sucks. Are, uh, yeah, there's a few jeans that have their button fly. It's trash. Yeah. So I had to do that, but button myself up, and they're like, "Oh, we gotta go on two minutes. You're on in two minutes." I'm like, "Bro, hold on. I gotta do everything all together again." Man. So I wore the jeans. I don't know if I'm gonna wear the jeans ever again, but I had to. I had to get my money's worth yeah. out of the jeans, and I wore them. Yeah. One time wear, man. What, what's, 
<laughs> one time wearing for the jeans. Yeah. But man, Atlanta, what can I say that hasn't been said already? Like it's a beautiful city filled with black people. But I think bigger than that was, and again, we, we say this 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 episode is manifesting. It's like being able to see so many black kids programmers coders it information security black kids that want mm. to do that shit yeah. is incredibly inspiring to me you know what i'm saying because that was never an option for us yeah no I mean? and, I, and i love and i need more black folks in tech i think it's such a, a untapped space for us 100 percent. and we just need our cultural knowledge yeah everything kind of revolves around our just cultural ineptness right and we got to be able to, you know, control and pass that along and make sure we lend it in the right ways, to the right causes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes people just don't know. Like, I've been in these rooms before where these guys just don't know. Right. And it's not anything malicious. And it's like, you know, once it gets to me, it's almost too late. Right. We need somebody on the ground with these guys who, you know, could really be in the, you know, in the lab coding and being an engineer and kind of building up. I, th- I think that's one of the reasons why we don't have, like... Uh, black characters and games. Exactly. People just there don't aren't know. Enough. It's, not a, yeah. it's not like they're being malicious. They're just like, I ain't, ain't no black people in this room with me. There was something that you you brought to my attention and I asked one of our black, one of my black coworkers about it. It was a tweet about <laughs> the hairstyles. Oh, yeah. Some of the some of our games. And I was like, did y'all ever see this tweet? They were like, oh, yeah, we saw it. Yeah. And they were like, you know, it's not that we don't know. It's just that there's, you know what I'm saying? We, we got to have, we got to, we got to be able to have more of us in, the, in those rooms. Mm-hmm. And he was just, I was just like, yeah. yeah, just give us a low Caesar yeah, <laughs> sometime. You know what I mean? Little, like, guess just give us a fade, bro. It's not, and the thing is, it's not negative because representation, there's, there's nothing wrong with being like, okay, we could, you, you could do better. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I didn't take it personal. I don't think any of the, the people that work there take it personal, but they, they do want to do better. And I thought that it was awesome yeah. that they recognized it. But not only that, but being there in that building, we were trying to hire these kids. Mm-hmm. We were trying to give these kids internships. We yep. were trying to give these black kids an opportunity. And I was like, I'm in a room where like, I don't worked at the coolest places in the world. And I'm not the coolest person in that room because they're thinking that the game designers and stuff like that are cooler than me. Huh. And I thought that was fine. Like I would yeah. not like in that room, you're not the coolest person. Nah, that's the, what's dope. The, the people are making the games are the coolest people. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and I thought that that was, that was awesome to, to just see that. I saw uh, uh, Howard has a black esports team. Oh, shit, they play really? Valorant, and they did an exhibition game against Morgan State. Oh, that's and, fire! And there was a um, there was a grandmother there, and so it was the grandmother and the grandfather. The son was playing on screen. She had her she had FaceTime open. His mom was there because she was back in D.C. He's from Howard. Yeah. And she was like, like, yo, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna screen this whole thing. She didn't know a fucking clue about what was going on yeah. on screen. Who's winning? I don't know. I don't play Valorant like that. <laughs> I had to go on Google. Oh shit! And be like, yo, this is a, they play up to twelve rounds. This is what this person does. This is where your son is yeah. right now. I had, yeah. I was helping her out, yeah. but it was, it was awesome. You know what I mean? Because it's like the same way these parents or grandparents would be at a football game, basketball game. Exactly. They're there for esports, and this is the fucking future, y'all. You know what I mean? Like the grandfather had his dialysis machine. He his he walked his ass all the way. I don't know if you've ever been to Tabernacle. It has like an upstairs oh, balcony yeah. area. He was up there like this, trying to see the son, like the grandson playing the game behind yeah. the screen. Trying to get the best, uh, yeah. best shot. That shit was. I was like, yeah, man. I was a little emotional with, about that shit because it was like, yo, like this is a this is such a great opportunity base. And again, manifesting the fact that there needs to be change and that like something the shit that we do, like you you inspire people. I'm able to inspire people like we're able to inspire people to do really cool shit. And yeah. that's what I that's what I really loved about that trip. Um, got to go to League of Legends Worlds, too. As a black man, d- these these Asian niggas that love this game are different. <laughs> <laughs> they are different. They whooping your ass? Well, obviously you didn't play. Here, here's the thing. 
Here's the thing, bro. NBA, NFL, you see niggas with signs and shit. Yeah. They have signs yeah. for these niggas. Oh, yeah. Oh, all of these niggas. Yeah. They have signs. Like, it, it was big. I, I did a walkthrough uh, through State Farm Arena before before we did it because I was running through getting stuff for, for social, kind of like reporting on stuff. They, they they have their own. They had they were using the Atlanta Hawks locker rooms. <laughs> <laughs> they had a they gigged them up with cameras and actual like game screens and PCs and shit was in oh, the like locker the room practice. where they could practice. Yeah. I'm like, bro, this shit is crazy. Yeah, it's real. It's real. Like, there's a lot of money in esports. Even uh, that's it's one untapped. Thing, that's one thing that I really noticed a lot of in, in Paris. There's a lot of esports cafes and shit. Yes. There's a big team out there called Volt. I Volt, yeah, yeah. They right. had and a, Volt bro, G2 is out there too. Volt had a block and it was no. like a cafe, uh, Adidas store that they had all they collab with Adidas oh, in a regular merch store. Yeah, like they had a whole like wow. block of just like their shit. It was like three different stores. That shit was the cosplay was off the chain. Like literally before oh, shit. the shit began. About ten thousand people in front of State Farm Arena around the fucking block just to get in that shit. That's crazy. And then the I, I guess the biggest Korean player, biggest no, he's the biggest, most highest paid esports player of all time. His name's Faker. He's like the LeBron of this shit. Hmm. He, he started playing when he was like ten. He's like twenty seven now. Yep. So like, does he, does he belong to a team? He belongs, he belongs to, a team? to uh K two six something Faker. I don't. I hey, listen. Okay. One thing, hey, one thing I appreciate. The plans run deep. One thing I appreciate about Riot, they did not ask me if I played the game because <laughs> <I got> <laughs> my ass would not have my ass would not be on this shit. But it was it was yeah. crazy. Literally, you felt the ground fucking shake uh, as you were there, bro. Like that shit was that shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. But but one thing I want to say, and I don't know if you went through this too, Josh. Positive experience. Shout out to all the kids that I met. They all follow me on LinkedIn. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll do what I can to help you kids out, you know, with whatever you need in the future. But one thing that, that really got me when I was there, have you ever been out on a trip? Okay, mind you, this is a trip that work approved, they sanctioned, they know you're busy, they know you're doing stuff. Yep. You keep getting slacks about stuff that you are three hours away, 17 hours away for, oh, yeah, and you some, can do nothing about. Yeah, I have a ton of emails I need to get to. <laughs> I mean, this shit don't stop, and that's the, the gift and the curse of it all. Yeah, but... I think my stress was that like, yo, sometimes I feel like, like if you leave, like if, if you leave, like everything falls apart. You know what I'm saying? Like if, <laughs> if I'm out of the country, like niggas can't do nothing else. Like, do you feel that stress? Uh, no, I, I don't think everything falls apart, but I think that, um, sometimes I could be just so pertinent to certain situations yeah. that I'm the only one that could kind of get the information and yeah. pass the information along. So that's, that's a lot of it sometimes. And then, you know, like I, I, I would hope that people are understanding of the traveling and the time difference and things like that. Yeah. But like I said, this shit don't stop. And, like, you know, moments like that are moments that can ultimately be used against you. So yes. I always try to stand up and perform. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, my my, my way a message receipt thing is up. You know, <laughs> it's going to be a delayed response. Do, do people respect that? Um, I feel like niggas don't respect the away nah. message sometimes. I mean, sometimes they don't, but it's like it's there. So yeah. it was there. Do in people case, respect the, anyone asks. Do people respect your away message, MC? Oh, the do not disturb? I feel like they do. Nobody ever really sends me the message and then hits send it anyway. And I only have like my <laughs> mom, my sister, my dad as the people that can exceed that uh, DND. But outside of that, nobody's really banging my line like that. So Yeah, it, it, it was definitely something where it's like, bro, like, especially towards the end of the year, you're trying to clear that finish line right now. Like, it's November. Mm-hmm. You only got a couple more weeks. Like, literally, literally the, the year's a wash after the third week of November. Like, it, it's just pretty much like, all right, what, what the fuck are we doing? Essentially, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, like there ain't, yeah. there ain't, I, and I can't tell you, like, I cannot wait for this end of the year finish line. 
it cannot come earlier, bro. Like, cause that shit, I, this year has been crazy. It's been way too crazy this year, just with everything. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. I've been like waiting for that moment too. But it's like how what, the holiday break is is great. Well, I don't know. I at a place like Amazon, just kind of work through the holiday. Yeah, not you, work you, through the holiday. Not work through the holiday, but holiday is big for us. Yeah, so it's like a moment. Yeah, so it's like a moment that you kind of got to pay attention to at least. But mm-hmm. um. But yeah, I was just like, damn, does this shit ever get a real break? Or is it just- no, <laughs> it only gets a break when you add. Do you feel like you, you do you feel like you take enough breaks? I know you took like a vacation earlier this year. You were still fucking working. Yeah, I don't I haven't <laughs> taken enough breaks this year, but I, I try to be really good about that. And I'm very I'm my weekends are my weekends. Yeah. <laughs> you, you might not. Nigga. You might think I'm dead over the weekend. Uh, you, we definitely do. I think yeah. we definitely do. I, I feel like if if Mark was to ask for something in in our black print little mini chat. I'm, I'll just answer. I'll be like, I don't know if Josh is even. Yeah, weekends. I'm just like, I, I damn near might see it and just be like, I ain't got no response for this weekend, bro. Saturday. Yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much what I assume. That's pretty much what I assume. Once five uh, not sides off on it, shit. Like, this shit is, yeah, if Josh has something to say about it, he would. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, like earlier today with the social post, I was like, eh. I ain't got no opinion on it. It's cool. It's good. It's funny. But how how are you dealing with with stress right now uh, at work, Josh? Um, it's funny. I, I talked about this before. I'm always like trying to meditate consistently every day. But when, like, when meditating doesn't work, I feel like meditating ain't working. Lately. Nah, I, well, I mean for me, I, I'm gonna get to it. I think <laughs> meditating, and then also just like one thing I try to hold on to is that this shit. I don't take this shit too serious. I was I had a conversation with um. And this kind of goes against, you know, taking it personal. I think, but your, yours is a different context. Yeah. But I just try not to take my work too serious. Like, mm-hmm. I don't work in the medical profession. I'm yeah. not a firefighter. I don't need to be, like, at on point. Yeah. Not to say even that on point, but I don't, like, I don't need to be working. Perfect. Not even perfect. I don't need to be mm-hmm. working after hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a surgeon. I don't You're need to be doing, lives. yeah, I'm not saving a life. <laughs> yeah. So... I think that's one thing that I just hold on to. And I think, you know, even just the work that we're doing, like we're working in entertainment, like it's mm-hmm. great. We're providing a, a great enjoyment for people. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's just not that serious. It's right. not politics. It's not social activism. So I try to like hold on to that. And I was, that was something I was talking to. Um, I was talking to some of my coworkers in Paris about, cause, you know, like we all, you know, meeting up, having a little, yeah. just conversations, I think. And they're just, they're like, yo, Josh, you always just have such a, a good demeanor towards work. Like mm-hmm. even when it gets stressful and it's like, you know, I just don't take that shit that serious. You can't. And that sounds terrible. <laughs> Shout out to everybody who's listening. But, um, and this on top of that, I, I, and y'all going to flame me for this one, but we living in a simulation, man. I said this in the place too. Like, I, I, we was in a bar. We was in a nice ass bar. This bar, I, I, I wish I remember the name of this shit. I got to look through my phone. So nice. like you're saying life is an episode of Atlanta. What does that mean? Life is an episode of Atlanta. Atlanta is very surreal. Oh yeah, like, surreal. Uh, things, no. things happen in Atlanta that like just don't make, make you sense. Fit, make you quit. Yeah, like, just yeah. don't make sense. We're gonna get to Atlanta. That might be B sides because oh I just great the great episode. great episode of Atlanta. This yeah, week, I watched great it. Episode. That was really good. Well, shit. I mean, let's 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 uh, let me get to my point about this simulation. All right, all right, all right. We live in this simulation. We was in this bar, nice ass bar, bunch of black folks in there. Uh, my girlfriend was there with her friend from Paris who lives there. We all just white chick but she she cool yeah <laughs> she white but she cool she cool actually she's like oh yeah she's white i don't know she's from some parisian town but anyway and they're like yo i'm like yo we living in a simulation i could throw this fucking bar stool across this bar right now and walk out of here i would go i would walk out of here unscathed think if i try to stop me but and i'm like all right and well i i, I truly believe that in that moment and i know i could it could happen Seriously, and like, like I'm serious, bro. Like, I, it's funny, but it's not. 
Why the why the bar? Are you tempted to break the simulation? No, it's not even my attempt to break it. It's my attempt to show you that this is a simulation. Josh gonna break. Josh gonna throw the throw the bar stool and break a break a mirror, and it's gonna have like the the binary codes. That <laughs> <laughs> might happen for real. Because it's like we in this bar, and this shit don't even feel like it real. Don't feel, it don't like, even feel, do you feel real. Like, <laughs> That's why shots. And I don't take shrooms, but like I know people will be microdosing and shit on that shit now. Like that, y'all on some shit. Yeah, y'all walking amongst the uh, uh, elevator. Y'all, y'all vibrating high consistently. <laughs> Not something I don't want to see that realm. It, it, I'm Not telling you, bro. Microdosing shrooms is actually really good for you. It's gonna come in maybe 20 years, 25 years from now. People gonna take that shit like fucking. They take uh, what's weed? the what's the vitamin? No, weed. not weed. Aspirin. The, no, like the vitamin that people Tylenol. Take. Yeah, ty- no vitamins. What what herbal? Like, what herbal? What's that uh, shit? Something a day, eat a day. The, the old, one a day. Yeah, one a day. They gonna oh, be taking, one a days. <laughs> I promise you, in twenty five years, they gonna be taking shrooms like one a day. This man, this man, Josh is. On I promise you. Level. I, I promise what herbal? You. What herbal advantages does that give you? Um, I, I, honestly, I don't partake, so I don't have all the research yeah. on it. But people should, and I, it's it's legal in California now. I'm twenty five years. It's gonna be legal everywhere. People are gonna be taking that shit like one a day. But do you um do you feel as though it's assimilation because you yourself don't believe that you're living the life you're living? No, I absolutely believe I'm living the life I'm living. <laughs> but I just, I'm like, this shit just like, but imagine the lives you've lived before. Because yeah. we've all, you all feel like you've lived before or feel like you had some like, some surreal like, uh, deja vu. I've been here that, before. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I felt so you might have lived it. You might have lived the same life 25 minutes ahead, though. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I did have a moment the other day where I felt like this shit's happened with me before. I just don't know when, yeah. or like, why it happened to me before. But I mean, as far as life being a, sim- being a simulation, <laughs> it hasn't happened to you before, but you're so familiar. How? Why is that possible? <laughs> I don't know. You sound like Morpheus right now. I'm just now. saying. Like, like, you lived this life. <laughs> you, so- you probably lived this life an hour before, an <laughs> hour ahead. Like, damn, I did all this shit one hour before. This is this is Mark crazy. over there stroking his shit because you know I'm right. <laughs> I'm just listening to see how far this goes. As I'm just telling you. I'm just, I'm right. Hey, I'm just telling you. I don't. I, I told you I don't do shrooms. So I ain't know like I. I've done shows like twice in my life. All right, timestamp this. I'm good on those. Timestamp this, Mark. I want to thank everybody for listening to uh, Black Print this week. We're gonna just jump straight into the B sides. Hey, that's man. okay. Yo. Oh. oh, before 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 I do so, um, the show that I was talking about earlier with the kids that rap, Gracie's Corner, was what I was talking about. Never, uh, heard I never of heard of it. I checked that out. Is on Nick. It's on Nick. I think it's YouTube. I guess everybody's oh, playing it. That shit ain't real. Oh, uh, Gracie's Corner. I'm about to put my nephews on. Uh, thank Gracie's you guys for corner, listening. Yeah. Right after this, we're going to get you guys into our Blacklist episode. Obviously, if you didn't listen to uh, the episode on AMP, you fucking missed out. Uh, there's great music on there. I think we talk about it every after every break. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I was going to say, whoever's listening right now, you should probably subscribe to Patreon because this conversation on B-Sides is about to get real good.
Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. Let's start with a bop. Oof, you guys are gonna love this one. Okay, callers, is the album worth a listen? It's so good. I bet you would love the intro. Let's play it. Whoa, a win like that calls for some victory music. That song is haunting, man. Rochelle, Blackpink Radio, J5 here with Josh Pease. And MC finally in the damn chat. What's up, MC? Yo, what the hell is what going hell? on tonight? Hey, I don't know. It's it's because we got this spooky playlist on. I'm sorry, not spooky. Scary. Sorry, Josh. Uh, scary. That <laughs> it's, it's fucking the whole thing up for us. But MC, you are here. And we just played the Don Mega Ice Cube. Fuck Diane. Followed by Offset, 21 Savage. Well, he's not even on the song, but Nightmare <laughs> and um, Coolio. Rest in peace, Coolio, of course. Gangsta's Paradise. Okay, so who picked what? Josh, what'd you pick? I picked Gangsta's Paradise. The, the most scariest song that was just played just now. That dude, LV's voice, <laughs> is haunting. Like, when I was a kid, I used to hear that song. I used to kind of run under the covers, like, yo. Like, that's like, <laughs> squ- that was like the original Scare Straight. <laughs> and and I, I believe you mentioned this song um, two weeks ago, and you said that you were yeah. going to put it on here. So I'm glad to I'm glad to see that you that you remember it and you put that on there. Definitely wasn't a movie Dangerous Minds. That was one of the that was a movie Dangerous Minds. The video for this shit was crazy. The uh, yeah. I forget her name, Flockhart, I think her name is the, the actress. But it was it was Michelle Pfeiffer, bro. You know, same difference. <laughs> <laughs> MC, you pick you pick Nightmare. From Offset, what is it about that? That tape without warning actually came out like Halloween time, I think, a couple years ago. I don't think a lot of people talk about that record, honestly speaking. It's a it's a it's a record between himself, Twenty One Savage, Offset, Metro. Obviously, Ric Flair Drip ends up being one of the more well known records that's on there. But Nightmare, first of all, is definitely going to destroy your trunks. So if you're listening to this in the car, I hope you turn down your bass because Nightmare will definitely fuck up your speakers. But uh, it's definitely one of those records that I think of around this October Halloween time. If you got them pussy ass centrist speakers, bruh. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, I want to ask something while we on this scary, this whole scary vibe this week. What is the scariest story that you heard as a kid or like this the the weirdest, scariest superstition that you had in your neighborhood? Man, that's a good one. Growing up, I don't really have like superstitions and scary shit. Like I, I had like real shit, like. Don't go down that block. <laughs> down there. Yeah. Honestly, the scariest thing growing up was Mexican gangs. <laughs> that was the scariest thing growing up. I was like really scared of Mexican gangs. Like I was like, yo, I'm not fucking with any cholos or or bald headed, uh, you know, whatever they got going on. Was it the tats that scared you? <laughs> you said the, the, everything, the tats, the, the culture of it, just like, and then you know what it was too. Like they was, you know. Hispanic and Latino games are so foreign to me that I just didn't know, like, even how they got down. So you would hear things like, like, oh, yeah, to get in, you got to go and kill somebody. And it's like, damn, like, they really just initiating with, with kills? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, well we, we we obviously got a chat now. I got to make sure we check the chat. Uh, shout out to Westside Timmy, Tim from Amazon Music. He said, 
uh, remember the don't wear white tee era. Bro, that's how me and Anwar met. You understand. Uh, <laughs> wow. Ninth grade, uh, ninth grade, me and Anwar went to LA High, and it was like, it was this T-mail going around. I don't know if y'all remember T-mail. Everybody had the sidekicks. And like, like yes. a it was a chain message on T-mail. And it was like, yo, if you're a black student in Los Angeles, don't go to school on Cinco de Mayo. And if you do go to school, don't wear a white tee because there's some gang initiation that if you're wearing a white tee and you're black, you're going to get stabbed or killed and that's to get into the gang or whatever. So everybody got that that day. No one, I promise you, I went to LA High with Anwar. No one went to school that day but me and him and we both came to school in white tee. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. It was like, yeah, if things going to try it, they going to try it today. And that's how me and this friendship uh, forged. So yeah, I definitely remember that era. Shout out to the chat. Shout out to the chat. Send sending questions. Listen, you can't send suggestions. You can't send too many suggestions, okay? Because we got the playlist already set, all right? I'm DJ No Request, unless you're, unless you're Tim, because he already asked. You feel me? So, uh, <laughs> so um, the, the one superstition that we had back in the day, and, you know, I lived in Virginia, so, like, we was, we was surrounded by trees and shit. So back in, like, first or second grade, bro, there was this, and, and don't look, Laugh at the fucking name, all right? This the name is like already like off the chain. There was this superstitious or or like this like boogeyman called the dingling man. All right. <laughs> <Come on>. <laughs> <laughs> so drop for that? Was it Michael Jackson? <laughs> 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 they had a man named the, it was a good it was and he waited in the woods because we had to walk through the we kind of had to walk through the woods to go to school or whatever. They say he will wait in the woods and he takes kids. Why do these niggas always take children? Is my thing. Man. <laughs> so y'all were, so so hold on. Y'all were leaving class and you know you accidentally like fall fall and like uh, uh trip on a twig or something like that and be like, whoa, 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 watch out. The dingling man gonna get you now. That's that's what it was. That's cool. <laughs> Bro, hey, hey, shout out A plus in the chat. Shout out A plus in the a+ chat. A plus is that not gonna confirm the dingling man. There's no way A plus is gonna confirm. Virginia There's no way. Yes, it is a Virginia superstition, bro, for <laughs> sure. The dangling man is it. And the thing is, is like, I don't know who started it, bro, because it's like, what would, what would in your mind make you think, okay, I'm going to name this, not Jason Voorhees, not Michael Myers, the dangling man. <laughs> is this like a Virginia staple? Like, can we ask others that are from Virginia about the dangling man and they won't look at me crazy? Uh, first of all, I don't even feel comfortable asking other Virginians about the dingling man. Like, can we ask Pusha T or Malice about the dingling man? They're going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't talk about that out here now. <laughs> Listen, man. Hey, A-plus confirmed it. Shout out, well, well, see, here, shout out DMV fan. You haven't heard of it because, bro, you in the DMV, bro. That's South Virginia shit. Uh, Great business. Come on. It's an urban. It's, it's, it's one of them deep-rooted... I, and I know I sound crazy, but and, and the thing is, is that we don't know how to defeat the guy. I don't know how to defeat him. And, and one day they just stop talking about him. I guess it's like Freddy Krueger. That sounds like a, a a story made up to like uh, help kids with um like <laughs> exercise. Exercise <laughs> <laughs> to like to kind of conceptualize a uh, sexual assault. Like watch out for the dingling man. Like don't go in the don't go in the woods alone. The dingling man might find you. Don't go like it's like oh don't go pee in the woods. The dingling man. Listen, like, I have been I have been holding on to this story for this show for so long 
because I'm finally going to speak my I had to speak my truth on the Dingley, man. I did not go through the woods when I heard about this nigga. I walked around the woods, and it might have taken me an extra 10 minutes to get to school, but I never went in the woods again because I, I didn't want to face that. Woods to get to school? <laughs> <laughs> did y'all ever have an instance of, like, one kid just coming to school, panting heavy, sweating? He's like, guys, guys, I swear to God, I saw it. I saw him. He was in the bushes. That much? Hey, listen. If there was a, there used to be kids who would come to school late. They would come to school late. You knew they walked. And they said, oh, you must have been chilling with the dingling man. And I'm like, <laughs> in hindsight, it was fucked up to even say that you was hanging with somebody that was like assaulting children. But that's just how it was. <laughs> that's just how it was. But let's get back. To, let's get back to the music. We got more songs on our scary playlist. When we get back, we'll be talking more scary stories and shit like that. Hopefully no more dingling man questions on the Black Heart Radio. (laughs) We'll be right back. Print Radio, we are back. Scary Songs edition of the Blacklist. J5 here with Josh Pease and MC. That was mind playing tricks to me. The 94 version, allegedly. Sometimes that was, the, that, was the, that was the jazz. <laughs> was the jazz. <laughs> like, Amp Search is kind of crazy, but that was a request from Tim. Good dude. Had to make sure we got his request in. We don't normally do the requests, but we had to make sure we got it in for him. Before that, it was 3 Six Mafia. Posse song from Choices, the album. Obviously, that samples the Child's Play theme song. I had to put it on there. That, that's just a classic. And before that, uh, we have Fredo, Fredo Santana, Kodak Black, and Chief Keef, High Off Gunpowder. You know that was a Mark pick. So why you pick that, Mark? There was really two lanes I wanted to go. I was looking for a lot of Kodak. I was originally going to do No Flock, and then I was like, ah, No Flocking's too easy. But Kodak raps over a lot of scary shit. But then I was going down the lane of like Gucci and Chief Keef, and then I ended up finding the song, and I was like, this is kind of an eerie beat, and it has everybody that I want. And then it had a pretty good Fredo Santana verse, so I ended up picking it. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by that when I hadn't heard that before. That shit was hard. On top of the fact Wait, that it was a Freddy Krueger tape, so I was just like, it kind of like fits in easily. You know what I'm saying? Too easy, too easy with Fredo, Fredo Freddy Krueger, all of that stuff. Of course, uh, I mean, uh, again, that Three Six Mafia song, one of my favorite posse songs of theirs of all time. Mm-hmm. The, the the child's play thing kind of integrated into that. What a the, the thing that, about them is like, how the fuck did they find these samples and use them? Because that that theme for the movie doesn't actually play until the end of the first movie mm-hmm. and they've never played again it has never played again in the whole the whole franchise ever dj paul nah, juicy some wizards on flipping shit yeah juicy j and dj paul are like they were always finding super obscure shit mm-hmm. and just the way they like flipped it i'm like damn like oh like i would have never expected to hear that from that original sample so yeah they killed it and luckily, you could have done a whole hour of 3-6, honestly. But you could just, like, mm-hmm. start Mystic Styles from the top and then just ride it for a Halloween thing. But we had to keep the 3-6 just to uh, certain classic records, I guess you would say. Yeah, I thought about putting Mafia Niggas in there from uh, from what, my favorite album of theirs. Um, I thought about putting Where's the Bud? That's a scary fucking song. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> yeah, no, it's funny. I had a I had a lot of like I could have went really deep in my bag on this one too, because I thought instead of putting um wait, did we put oh no, we didn't even play mine this time around and we got a hit. <laughs> we did now, we did now. But that last segment I wanted to put a, a bone thug song in there. And I just was like, damn, I was torn. It was between that one and then the eventual song I landed on. So we'll get to it. Them songs yeah, be long gotta... too, man. Them Bone Thugs and 3-6 songs, it'd be like seven minutes, eight niggas on it. You gotta, you gotta, I, we yeah. gotta make sure we keep the audience. You know what I'm saying? I was I was gonna actually play um Mr. Ouija from Bone Thugs. Like oh, that's wow. like a damn near interlude. And that's I mean, come on, it's Ouija. Like they they really went in. Like they that first album ep they put out creeping on the come up mm. that shit legit scared me like that was like oh like these niggas is like the undertakers of rap <laughs> <laughs> and that's where it kind of like that beef kind of got started one one group said one other group bit them we're and- more evil <laughs> <laughs> and that's eventually what led to like them beefing and having that long rivalry for such a long time of course it culminated in that versus last year which ended <laughs> Well, Busy Bone is really evil, so I don't, I don't think people really know. Like, Busy really is crazy, so <laughs> I, I don't he was even safe. know how they got him on stage. Oh, shout out, shout out to JB Great. That's a good one, too. Uh, Buster Rhymes, give me some more. Actually, sample Psycho, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. That so so that was another that was another sample. I, I don't know who I, I don't know who did that song actually. I don't know who produced that. But um, our question for this segment, my question for y'all. What is the scariest movie that you've ever seen? The scariest movie you've ever seen. And I, this is going to be interesting for Josh because you about to say some wild shit. No, nah, you know what, man? Oh. Well, see, the first thing that came to mind was like Amistad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Amistad, that's like the scariest shit I've ever seen. I'm like, yo, that's scary. Why, um, why did my mom take me to go see Amistad? Bro, why? my mom too. I saw shit at the Magic Johnson Theater. Like, okay, so what was the scene that got you? I'm gonna tell you the scene that got me. And you know what? This is a fucking scary movie. Never, I've never seen Amistad past this day. And I don't think anyone should watch that fucking movie. I've seen it one but, time. That's it. <laughs> but the the scene where they flipping the slaves off the boat. Bro, that shit was crazy. That, because I could barely swim at the time when I saw it. And then just from any of the scenes where they was getting their ass whooped, because I was like, damn, ass whooped, this is real life. <laughs> like, like, bro, I was literally like, and, and it's almost kind of like conversion therapy, because it was like my mom kept turning me. I was crying. My mom kept turning me like, no, no, look at it. Look at it. And I'm like, bro, yeah. I should have this shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's definitely my pick. And then, oh, besides that, actually, man, one movie that used to scare me crazy when I was a kid. Before Amistad, it was um, Hellraiser. Oh, and I just saw they just put out a new one. I'm low key scared to see it, but yeah, Pinhead, bro, like that shit used to keep me up at night. Like I used to have dreams of like people sticking toothpicks all over my head. Like I really was like scared of that shit. So, so like I literally just rewatched. Uh, I literally just rewatched, rewatched Hellraiser last weekend. Still hits. It still bangs. Like it, it's still one of my favorite movies. The new one's actually pretty good too. Not gonna lie. I got to watch that show on like a Sunday morning. <laughs> on the Lord's Day. <laughs> MC, what is the scariest movie you've ever seen? You don't really like watch scary movies, so I'll be interested in, in hearing what you're going to say here. Yeah, I'm not a scary movie guy, and I'm I'm letting you know what happened a couple of weeks ago when you brought me to see Smile. I was sweating yeah. nervously, but I couldn't show it. I didn't want to be that guy like, yo, I'm about to walk out the theater if this shit makes me jump. 
So I just had to hold it down just a little bit. I wouldn't say Smile is my... I wouldn't say Smile is probably the scariest movie that I've seen, but I truly... I, I saw Friday the 13th like for the first time last year. I wasn't really that nervous, but that was the first one. I, I, I think like the second or the third or the, the later ones within there actually were probably more scarier. But my scary movies are literally scary movie, like Wayne's Brothers. I do not watch scary movies. I For the most part... If I wasn't watching movies, well, the reason that I wasn't watching movies was because I was watching wrestling. So if I had to think of a wrestling moment that scared me, um, The Undertaker hanging the big boss man actually scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, wrestling definitely has some scary moments for me as a kid. Like when what I was away, when, Roger, they put, when they put Austin on The Undertaker symbol and lifted that nigga up. Mm-hmm. That wasn't yep. that wasn't like scary, scary. I was like, oh shit. But I wasn't like, oh my God. Big boss man moving around trying to fight out the noose and then just giving up and you just see him dangling in Philadelphia. That made me go, oh fuck. And I was definitely scared. Let's go to the chat yeah. real quick. See what, let's see what the chat's saying. JB Gray says the ja- the Japanese version of the grudge, definitely a scary movie. Mm-hmm. A plus at the, the scene where Cleo, Cleo died. <laughs> What made it worse is that she lit up the last. She hit that damn port and said, "Shit, (laughs) this is it." Uh, Josh, of course, in the chat said, "When Harold got shot at the light, (laughs) (laughs) why?" (laughs) Man, because it was just like it was just too real, and like I used to live around the corner from there, so I would drive by and see. I'll be thinking about him like he's a real person. I'm like, damn, like, and that was a real graphic scene. He got shot. Old dog trying to pick him up or arcane. I mean, he all bloody and shit. I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy. Uh, now, now, now I think about it. Killer season actually did scare me when I was a kid too. What? What? What are you watching, Mark? You don't remember when the girl got blasted? Somebody help! <laughs> <laughs> help! Somebody help! Help! Somebody call somebody, man. Uh, Dion said the ring scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. Uh, Cyrus, shout out to Cyrus. Said the invitation is still is still the scariest to this day. Yeah, you know what? I got to say, the scariest movie I've ever seen, and I don't get scared of scary movies, but I'm not trying to be like one of them assholes that's like, oh, that's not scary. Like, I actually watched them to, like, experience it and try and, like, kind of get, like, deeper meanings out of it. One of these movies that got that for me was uh, Hereditary. Hereditary is one of the scariest movies of all time. I saw it, the first time I saw it, the weekend it came out, I saw it with my friend Eric. There was a moment in the movie where they do a seance, and we're in the theater, and it's a really tense scene, all of the lights in the theater went out at that part. So we sitting in the dark for like two minutes and we thinking, oh, is this part of the movie? <laughs> what is shit? Everything's supposed Versus to be. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, that was definitely a scary. But then like the actual power went out. We had to go back and watch the movie again. So I had to go and have that tense moment. And right before that scene, there's a scene where they're, they're I don't know if you've seen the movie, Josh or MC, where there's an extremely traumatic event that happens to one of the children in the movie and they show it and you got to go through that again. And, and to this day, like I love hereditary. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's way too fucking heavy for me to watch just like offhand watch the movie, you know? So uh, that's definitely one of them, but to get back into our playlist, Josh, you, this is your next, this yeah. is the next song you picked. No, this is, this is funny. You got pass it to me. Give me all the heat. If anybody's recording this right now for YouTube, please stop. But um, <laughs> nah, um, my next song, and I, I have a really good explanation for it. My next song is Pregnant Pussy by UGK. What? And um, 
I remember hearing this song back in the day. Like I was just always one of them kids who went back and listened to older rap. And I remember hearing this song and being like, these niggas is weird. Like I thought they were some pimps and gangsters. This is a weird <laughs> song. And then, um, you know, as I got older, I remember the, uh, the Pimp C biography came out by Julia Beverly. And I remember reading that. And it had me thinking like, damn, like, okay, UGK wasn't really what they were on record. They were just like some artistic kids who just made music. And right. it really reminded me of, like our future, honestly. And 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 now that 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 um kind of analogy helped me conceptualize the song and just conceptualize that record and the thinking behind it. You know, they were just two kids just trying to be creative with music and saying some outlandish things to get attention and, and shock people, but doing it in um in a creative way. I think the song is crazy, but the 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 bars and metaphors are there, and it's like okay, like it, it's good, but it's bad. So so here it is. Um, and the beat, the beat is, is is scary. The beat is spooky for yeah, the, the is, yeah. for the it's subject matter. Scary. Yeah, for the subject matter, it's it's very scary. But uh, here is UGK, Pregnant Pussy, of Volume One on Blackman Radio. We'll be right back. hate when mixtape songs end like that on streaming services. Yeah, yeah. They, gotta, they cut it. It's like, you know, it's the next intro. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was Yo Gotti Industry, nigga, from I Told You So. Samples, the Beetlejuice theme song, if anyone didn't know. So that's why I chose that one on the playlist. Before that was uh, My Downfall, Notorious B.I.G., and Josh, we got to have a conversation about UGK. Please. Pregnant pussy. Please. Yeah, that's a scary song. I broke it down for y'all. I gave y'all the whole, you know, the idea and the thought behind it. Um, you know, I think when Our Future came out. And I was, it's funny because I was doing, I was trying to think of an Our Future song to put on here. And I couldn't really find one. Like, I feel like a lot of their, like, scary songs are, like, just mixtape cuts. Um, you could put VCR but now I was thinking, Yeah, VCR. Man, I just came up with the with the thought behind uh pregnant pussy. I was just like, what's the, what's the who started that? And it was I was thinking about grave diggers. I was like, let me go all the way. I saw a couple grave diggers songs. I remember them. I just feel like grave diggers was just some like as for, for one that's like low hanging fruit. I feel like we could have mm. picked any grave diggers yeah. song. All talk about fucking zombies or whatever the fuck they talk about in those songs, and it just wouldn't be easy. But you know. I, I feel like the, the chat was very confused at some of these lyrics. I mean, uh, move the baby to the side. Uh, yeah, Bun B was tripping. <laughs> Bun B. But, it's, but, it's, but, it's, but listen to the lyrics and the bars. Like, the bars were kind of dope. Like, it was some dope bars in there. It was just about some crazy shit. And I think that was the, the real point I wanted to make, you know. It's just artistic freedom, man. What was one of your favorite bars in there? I can't. I can't say it. 
Because it's crazy. As, as, as we talk about that, I actually do want to talk about the low-hanging fruit because Gravediggers was definitely one of those that, as I tried to get a little bit of inspiration and see like what people talk about as far as like spooky Halloween records, why is it that 15 years later from Forum Days... The same ones that people still bring up are Gravediggers, Eminem, and Immortal Technique, Dance with the Devil. Why are we still doing that 15 years later? I never even listened to that record before. Never ever? You never heard Immortal Technique, Dance with the Devil in your life? I don't think I have, nah. That's probably listen, one of the most gassed up forum records in history. Listen, I, I, I could never listen to Immortal Technique. You know why? Because his voice. His voice mm. was fucking awful, okay? Him and... Did, did y'all niggas listen to Razzcast? I did. I gave Razzcast one try to like try to get in my West Coast bag, and I was like, "Who's the West Coast legends?" I listened to Soul on Ice. I was like, uh, "I'm trying. I'm gritting my teeth." Everyone likes Soul on Ice, but I like the that album that got shows. I think it's called The Golden Child, actually. But that was my shit. But yeah, Razzcast is cool. Where is he at now? I wonder. Is he spooky right now? Is he scary? Yeah, he's scary, it's, it's, man. I don't know. Shout out to Razzcast, man. <laughs> That's a wild question. Is he spooky? All right. Last question. Scariest neighborhood in your city? MC, let's go. Um, Somewhere around 45th Street, somewhere on Tamron Ave in West Palm. <laughs> why, why is that? Or probably the LBE. Um, so we had a, we have a very, very classic DVD that's within our area. I don't know if, uh, if everybody has like the hometown guys that made like a really big video and it ended up being like a local legend we have a local legend in our town it's called gangsters and thugs and um it was a dvd <laughs> so it's kind of like smack dvd almost but it's like a palm beach version but instead of like a lot of rap like there's some rap but it's more so like niggas getting knocked out downtown and niggas <laughs> showing guns and this was the wildest shit at the time for us in school like we had to watch this i remember i think me and a couple of my friends were like 15 like around 14 15 years old we had to watch it on a psp because we couldn't find the actual dvd and somebody downloaded it put it on a psp and we watched it in my boy's backyard and it was one of the more defining moments living out here in florida and more specifically in palm beach like that is it definitely showed some of the more dangerous areas in Palm Beach at the time. But Palm Beach has changed since 2006. But uh, I'm sure that those areas that were documented in this film, I would say, um, are probably still the same. All right, Josh, I know you got many, many ideas or many, many yeah. choices you can choose from. What would you say? Um, yeah, the first one was like Skid Row, like somewhere off of Los Angeles, like driving down there. It's, it looks crazy, bro. It looked like some real zombie shit, like. And it's gotten worse. Like when I was a kid, it was like that. Now it's gotten like ten times worse. Like mm. it, it's like handful ham or some shit. So that's my number one option. Then my second one was um was like the projects, like the Jordan Down projects. Like I would hate hate to be caught over there. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Oh no, that's so out of bounds. <laughs> Spooky is good. I think obviously I'm going I'm going Virginia here and, and A plus in the chat. He could probably help out. Huntersville is probably Huntersville is probably one of the scariest hoods to go to in the seven cities. I mean, Eclipse have referenced it many times. That's where, yeah, A plus in the chat said Huntersville <laughs> for sure. That is one of the scariest spots. Like, n- nigga, you ain't never seen bigger jeans than the niggas out there because they had all types <laughs> of shit in the jeans. 
them niggas had big ass jeans. Park Place, Park Place was another one. I think they tore it down. No, I don't think Park Place is there anymore. They, they tore down a couple of the hoods. They 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 have re kind of they they re uh, reimagined so to speak some of these hoods from back in the day, and they are gone now. But those are some of the scariest fucking places uh, uh, out there. Uh, but yeah, that we 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 actually over an hour now. But thank you guys for listening. We have Black Print. Uh, coming up in the next couple of days. I don't know what we're talking about. I think that well, what's happened in the last two weeks? I know we're not talking about. I'm not talking about Dan Conley West. No, really. All right, good shit. I think yeah. we've reached the 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 yay limit. I think the last episode we kind of talked about everything about yay. I think I'm good on that. I think that whatever comes after that is pretty much what we it, it I don't think much is gonna change, right? Y'all like from what we said last the you know last two weeks to, to this week, it's pretty much the same shit. So um, I just want like to no, ain't shit funny is cutting ties with Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't selling the slides no more? I thought you were doing the slides. <laughs> no man, ain't shit funny is cutting ties with Kanye West. <laughs> All right, you about to make him, you about to, you about to make him go into famous footwear. Don't try him now. So thank you guys for listening Obviously uh, there will be a Non-music version of this uh, That will be out on Patreon on Friday uh, Just our conversation so you get to hear Josh talk about pregnant pussy and the lyricism behind it Oh, all you want if you listen to Patreon uh, And it'll also This will be at the end of our regular episode Coming out next week as well uh, And yes, thank you guys for listening to Black and Radio I want to end this on A classic Halloween song that they used to play on one or three jams in Virginia all the time. Nightmare on my street, Jazzy Jeff and Will Smith, the Fresh Prince, if you will. Classic song, samples, the Nightmare on Elm Street theme song. You've all heard this. If you don't know the words, get in tune. This is a classic Nightmare on my, on my street. Thank you guys for listening to Black and Radio for Josh and MC. I am Justin. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Peace. Peace. <laughs>